and I was already pretty strong. So I started to define myself like, oh, I'm, you know, like I'm the girl that can squat 200 pounds already. And I'm the girl that can deadlift this weight. And, um, eventually that kind of turned into, I'm, um, a regionals athlete. And I think along the way I stopped defining myself just as what those things that I just said, as just someone that works hard, someone that never gives up, someone that is going to do anything she puts her mind to, because those things are going to be there for you through anything. It doesn't matter. You're still a hard worker. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Stronger, Healthier, Happier podcast. We are very excited to have you with us and thrilled to have the opportunity to improve together. We believe that by paying close attention to our mindset, movement, sleep, stress, nutrition and network that we can create the life we were intended to live here is to a stronger healthier happier you hey guys welcome back to the stronger healthier happier podcast it is sunday night we're sitting at our kitchen table and we're excited to be coming at you with our episode nine yeah we are our ninth episode, I guess, would be the correct way to say that. Yeah. We're a week late on this one. We had uh, some company in last weekend, so we didn't get a chance to record it, but we are going to catch up with episode nine uh, this weekend, and then we hit double digits next week. Yeah. We'll go back-to-back back weeks week. to go into uh, episode 10. I think double digits is, that it's means you've exciting. made it. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been quite a week. We uh, We had some company, which was awesome. But uh, we also had a few interesting things happen. Zach learned to use a jackhammer, and it was in our basement trying to find our <laughs> our drain pipe. So got a bit of a trench down there. Yeah. What happened? Uh, what happened first? We the our fridge broke. Fridge broke, flat tire, and then our sink started backing up to the point where it was no longer fixable. So we had to jackhammer up the basement, locate pipes. Uh, we had some help from uh, Coach Joel. Thank goodness. And uh, yeah, it's been quite a week. And uh, I wrote a little bit about it in the the rocker mindset that will go out tomorrow as well. Um, yeah, so people can maybe have a good laugh with that paragraph. I, I talked Zach off a proverbial ledge <laughs> when the jackhammer hammering started and reminded him that we just needed to find the pipe and solve the problem. We'd worry about the hole in the basement. Um, at a later yeah. date. I never thought I'd be so happy to have a giant hole in my basement now. I'm <laughs> just excited to use, uh, the sink. use the sink here and the dishwasher. We were washing all of our uh, dishes in the bathtub for what, four or five, yeah, six five days. days. Yeah. So we've been never so grateful to be able to run our dishwasher again. Um, yeah. What else is new this week? Um, well, I mean, coming up this week, we are going to be talking to some childcare providers for PACS. So this is kind of entering new territory. We had a spot and with COVID, it kind of fell through. So I don't know. I'm a, I'm a little bit nervous. I don't really know what to expect. I feel like I'm trying to be realistic with my expectations, <laughs> which probably still could be dropped a little bit. But um, yeah, looking forward to having a, a part-time spot for her for fall. Yeah. Feeling good about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's going to be weird. It's going to be tough. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought it'd be tough to drop your kid off a daycare now that I started thinking about it. Um, but we'll get through. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to go into a, uh, what we think is a fun little segment and this will be called, uh, 
uh, Zach's bonehead move of the week. Um, right. I always seem to, I don't know. I always seem to have funny stories every, every week or two weeks. So I think this would be, um, I don't know, could be a good thing to add to the podcast. So, uh, my funny story this last week was there was a new member coming to the gym and, uh, his name was Josh and, uh, um, Josh and Ashley walked up to the gym and I was just kind of doing some work on my computer. I looked up, I saw, oh, the new guy's here. Um, I remembered in my head, his name was Josh and I was walking over to him to introduce myself. And I walked up and I said, uh, Hey man, I'm Josh. And I introduced myself as Josh to Josh. I don't know why. (laughs) When my name is Zach, I took his name for that intro and it was, we had a really good laugh. I had to basically just rewind the tape and start over. Um, I said, no, that's, that's not correct. I said, that's your name, <laughs> I said, Zach. you're Josh. Yeah. I'm Zach. Let's do that again. But, uh, that was a pretty, pretty fun intro. Um, thankfully that didn't scare him off. So yeah, yeah. Still, still at the gym, thankfully. Um, and what books, book books are you reading right now? I am currently reading, um, here, you tell them what you're reading. I go grab from my bedside table. <laughs> Okay, well, I just finished up um, a book called Motivational Interviewing in Nutrition um, or in Fitness, I can't remember. And yeah, just a different style of trying to help people reach their goals. So yeah, it was a quite an interesting read. Um, I am just now starting Brene Brown's book called Dare to Lead. I got it from the library, which is awesome because it gives me a deadline to have it done. So I'm already, <laughs> I'm already reading quicker than I was last week. All right. I got my book. Okay. Um, this book is, uh, I just finished it. It's, uh, it's called Meditations. Um, and it was by Marcus Aurelius. Um, yeah, and basically I got it, um, got the idea to get this book from um, Ryan Holiday. I'm a big fan of Ryan Holiday. Um, he, um, I have two of his books. One is The Obstacle is the Way. The other one is The Daily Stoic. And he writes, um, yeah, a lot about stoicism and um, gives life advice um, kind of based on their philosophy. Um so he, one of his first recommendations was Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. And um, I would say a lot of the books I've read recently, I would recommend to people. This one wouldn't be the first one, um, just the way it's written. It's, it's a little bit, um, it's a little bit of a tougher read um, and maybe tougher because, um, yeah, it was written thousands of years ago yeah um but uh, like it, essentially it, his journaling kind yes of? Okay. yeah marcus aurelius who was an emperor of rome like in like year 100 <laughs> uh, someone could google that and, and find out but um anyway ryan holiday's books the obstacle is the way the daily stoic that would be the place to start. We really enjoy these ones. Yeah. I did enjoy this one. He kind of translate this, translates their meditations yeah. into... So if anyone's interested yeah. in uh, stoicism or philosophy or, um, yeah, Marcus Aurelius, I would start with like the Daily Stoic because you just get like a paragraph and then Ryan Holiday kind of breaks it down a bit better, um, which I find his writing is um, a little more enjoyable to read. So... Um, yeah, so Good for, yeah, for this, um, this episode, everybody, and, um, probably the next one we, we reached out this week, um, kind of asking 
anybody who follows us on Instagram and we had a few of our members reply with uh, with some podcast ideas. So um, we're going to start with this one. This was a great one. Um, the um, let me pull up the uh, the message. Um, he said, what about the top three things you wish you would have known when you started your CrossFit journey? Um, and we thought that'd be a great thing to talk about today. So basically three things, if I could go back to 2012 and tell 2012 Zach when he first started um, at undefeated CrossFit, um, what would I say to him? And um, that was, yeah, like eight years ago, I guess. Um, and what would 2020 Jen tell? 2009 Jen at Freak Fitness, which I believe at the time was also affiliated as Manitoba CrossFit or something like that. They didn't use the affiliation name. Um, but yeah, it was called Freak Fitness and that's where this all started for me. Yeah, it's kind of a fun topic because yeah, we've been sitting for a while kind of thinking, about, okay, what? If I had the chance to go back and tell, uh, again, 2012 uh, Zach, three things, what would they be? So we are kind of just brainstorming, geez, what would those three things be? And I, I think it's great advice for 2012, Zach. I think it's also, um, as gym owners ourselves, uh, we think it's also just um, some great advice for anybody new to, um, yeah, new to a CrossFit gym or a functional fitness gym or a community fitness gym. Basically this, uh, this style of training, what would we tell um, yeah, ourselves as newbies. So yeah, we did have yeah. a good laugh because I was saying when I started, I think I was using a BlackBerry. Definitely did not take video. If it did, it would have been very pixelated. Like it was just, it doesn't seem that long ago, but it is. It, it was a different time. I was wearing the Reebok Zigs. Those are my first shoes, which would now I think I don't think they make them anymore. Probably for good reason. Yeah, there was no, there was no, there was no nanos in the gym. Like no. I, that year. Was, I think that year they, the Nano 1 might have been released, but it wasn't really a big deal like they are now. Yeah, like these I, were like big, spongy, yeah, there's no Nike, very comfy, but... Yeah, there's no Nike Medcons. Um, yeah, it was just a different time. Um, if anybody's ever interested, like we'd love to chat about it because it is interesting where... Um, and again, I mean, uh, we used to have a guy at our, named, uh, at our gym named John. Um, I mean, he started a few years before me. So he used to talk about the days where their medicine balls were like taped up basketballs with sand in them. Like just things have grown and changed yeah. so much that when a new person steps into a gym now, um, it's just the, the, the sport or the training has evolved so much or people have been like, we opened the gym. Um, I mean, close to eight years ago. So we have members who have been doing this for close to eight years. Yeah. That's kind of seven years back that. then the long, like I started at the gym if you had been doing it for one year, that was like a long time. Yeah. Um, so it's just a lot different now because back then, like four people out of the whole gym had double unders. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so like you're kind of walking in just a little bit more in the middle of the pack when you start. And now um, I think it's just, I mean, as long as people can wrap their heads around yeah. what needs to be done, which is what we're going to talk about here in a second, um, they can still have an awesome experience starting out. Yeah. But I think these things are important to understand that um some people have been doing this for a very long time i think it just shows how much you can grow yeah um that yeah. i mean when i first started i mean it was unheard of for 
women to be deadlifting 225 in a workout like that would be that would be absolutely crazy yeah they weren't even doing that at the games and i mean now women can rep that out for 21 reps in a row like it's just insane how people just keep getting stronger and keep getting stronger there's just no ceiling yeah. and it's i feel like it should be motivating not yes. discouraging yes that should be a positive yeah. then you double check yourself in yeah. 11 years and then see how, how far you've come yeah there's i think there's uh i don't know whose quote this is but if you're the smartest person in the room you should you're in the wrong room so in a way i feel like if you walk into a gym and you're the fittest person. I mean, you, it's, you're not going to improve as much as if you went into a gym and you weren't the fittest person. So, um, instead of being intimidated, um, or nervous, um, and as we all know, like the, every gym I've been to, um, the fittest people in the gym are usually the ones who help the new people the most. So walk in, uh, motivated, excited to learn, excited to improve. Um, yeah, be excited that there's people way ahead of you because that's something to, um, catch up to or aspire to be yeah um all right you ready to get into this yeah you want to start with your uh your first one yeah so my first one and this is we've been kind of thinking about these for the last couple days it i feel like it it seems like a simple question but when you actually think about it 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 took a while to yeah just really define what what we would tell ourselves so we take this time travel stuff serious we didn't want to blow (laughs) this one chance (laughs) to tell ourselves Yeah. yeah Um, so number one for me was to define myself as a person that works hard, never gives up and can do anything she puts her mind to. Um, and I mean that in the sense of when I entered the gym, I, I define myself as well, a volleyball player. And then that, at that point I was basically an ex volleyball player. So I kind of felt like I was in this weird limbo. I didn't really know, like I, like I was an athlete, but I didn't really know who I was. And then I just immediately started to define myself as a CrossFitter and I was already pretty strong. So I started to define myself like, Oh, I'm, you know, like I'm the girl that can squat 200 pounds already. And I'm the girl that can deadlift this weight. And, um, eventually that kind of turned into, I'm, um, a regionals athlete. And I think along the way I stopped defining myself just as what those things that I just said as just someone that works hard someone that never gives up someone that is going to do anything she puts her mind to because those things are going to be there for you through anything it doesn't matter you're still a hard worker when regionals changed and you know I wasn't going to make the cut anymore I felt like that transition was hard and um, I had these expectations to uphold to myself and I felt like other people around me and so yeah, I wish I would have just started out by focusing more on attributes that weren't going to be, or that couldn't ever be taken away from me. Yeah. I love that. Um, I think we should all do that. Um, basically (laughs) build an identity, uh, create an identity that can't really be changed or diminished, um, or fade, faded, um, can't fade away. Um, cause I mean, I, struggle with similar stuff i used to play hockey my whole life so i'm a hockey player but really probably uh should just define myself as uh, i i mean i love sports i love competing i love exercising um define yourself as somebody who works hard and that definition will always be a part of you um yeah that was awesome um my first one was quit worrying about everyone else um I remember when I first, first started CrossFit. Um, so this would be advice for maybe Zach, um, maybe not when, 
when I first started, when he very first started, um, because I, when I first started, I wasn't, um, I just enjoyed it for what it was. Um, I showed up every day. I just gave it all I had in the workout. Um, I just loved it. I loved how simple it was. I loved the gym, the community, um, CrossFit, the workouts, just, um, I loved it for just what it was, but at some point it kind of evolved to, um, I mean, it's kind of similar to what you said, putting, um, putting worth into things that don't actually matter. Um, thinking that all, oh, like if I, if I get this good, then people will think I'm good. And if I get this good, then I'm going to be happier. Or if I get this good, people are going to think I'm somebody important or, um, I, you know, then I opened up a gym and, um, you know, I used to think, you know, I gotta be really good so that people will respect me or, um, you know, I'll get more members and it kind of started to steal away from the pure joy of just working out with other people. Um, and I think it's important for, for all of us, but especially new people that, um, I mean, now we got the squares taped out and like everybody I think can attest to this, that when you're in a workout, you really have no clue what's going on beside you. You, you are, you're all, you're, you're all about the same level of, um, tiredness everybody is battling and so I just think like you know just um just enjoy it for what it is do it for you um you will have way more fun when you stop worrying about what other people think or what you think other people yes think. what you think other people think because they don't really care what what you're doing because they're kind of worried and they're they care about what they're doing um, and that's not in a, a mean way that they don't care what you're doing but um, I just think no matter what you deadlift or snatch or run I don't think people all of a sudden think you're any better of a person it's I think it's more about um, yeah just enjoying it having fun treating people um, with respect and yeah yeah, at the end of the day, you're the only one that is the judge of your own effort and your own like happiness when you're walking out of the gym doors after the workout. Yeah, every day in the gym <laughs> is a good day. So that's, um, you know, I think I started worrying about, yeah, other people and um, then putting just, just kind unnecessary of pressure on yes, yourself unnecessary pressure on yourself. Yes, unnecessary pressure. And then you would start to, to these expectations. Yes. Yeah. And you would start to ruin that experience that used to be just mm -hmm. so positive um and amazing every single day so yeah. yeah well and i mean comparison is the thief of joy right and so comparing your skills to someone else's comparing someone else's progress to yours it's just or worrying about what other people nothing positive that comes from it yeah yeah worrying about um what that person has on the bar versus what you have on the bar um and you know said this before we started that when we ask people for their times and they say, Oh, my time is 10, 20, uh, but I only used 55. They all, you know, they'll throw in a, but, um, kind of a, a little bit of a, yeah. well, and I, I would have done that when I first started. Yeah. If someone asked me about a workout that had pull-ups and I mean, I could do a pull-up when I started, but I couldn't do them in a workout to, to keep up. So I would have used a band and for sure, a hundred percent certainty when they asked for my time, I would have said, you know, whatever. 1453 but I used a band almost like but my score doesn't count because I modified the workout yeah. and it's just just not the way I would want myself to 
approach that. Yeah. If I could go back. Yeah. Uh, what's your number two? Number two uh, actually has to kind of do with that is to trade in my fixed mindset for a growth mindset. Um, to stop referring myself as someone that couldn't do things. So I'm not a runner. I'm a bigger girl. I'm not good at gymnastics. Um, you know, I'm not going to be good at chest to bar pull-ups. And it wasn't, it was, I definitely had it in the beginning. Um, but I had it a long way through. I feel like in, even in the last two years, I'm getting much better and I'm probably the best that I've been at not kind of pigeonholing yourself and almost dictating how the workout's going to go because you tell yourself before the workout, oh, I'm not good at this movement, so it's not going to go well. Uh, instead of just getting through it and, and doing it. Um, yeah, and we hear it from, um, yeah, I mean, not not our members in particular, but I just think in general, we don't love it when we hear things like, oh, my, my arms are so weak or, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm a bad runner. I hate burpees. I can't do pull-ups. Um, I think when those things are said out loud, it, um, there, there's just some work to be done. And I think, again, I used to do that too, where I struggled with, um, I struggled with deadlifts and I mean, yeah, I would say, oh, I used to, I suck, you know, suck at that. I just think mm-hmm. that language is, is poisonous and it starts to, um, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes, yeah, like you, exactly. you are a bad runner yeah. because you, or in the middle of the set of deadlifts, yeah. you'll literally break them up because your brain will tell you, well, you're not good at deadlifts. Yeah. You, you can't go unbroken yeah. in this set. And you're, you constantly tell yourself you're a bad runner. So then a running worker comes up, you either skip it or your attitude is so negative going into it that you don't actually push yourself during the run because mm-hmm. you're, uh, you know, quote unquote bad runner. Mm-hmm. And then that skill never improves. But you, I mean, if we could say, yeah, like, I'm not where I want to be right now, but I'm going to be a good I'm runner. I'm going to work hard here anyways. how to enjoy it. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, I think I would have taken that lesson too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, one time when I was at CrossFit 204, this is maybe midway through the 11 years, um, we had a, a running clinic. Actually, we just went to a running clinic today with Coach Ronimal, so still trying to get better at running. <laughs> and the coach of the clinic was Mike Booth, and he said, Jen – when you run, you need to stop looking like you are in complete agony. He's like, you're just out for a run. No one is torturing you. <laughs> so it just, yeah, I, I did hate, hate in quotations yeah. running. And apparently it showed to everyone around me how much I was not enjoying this. And we so, talked about uh, that on the last podcast, yeah, right? Uh, from that point on, I changed that body language. Yeah, I try to run with a smile on my face. And All right. My number two is... Um, when I first started CrossFit, the importance of everything else besides just the workouts. So um, I, th- I think, I don't know, maybe for the first year, um, maybe more, um, I put a lot of effort into my workouts. And when we talk about, you know, our, our super six on this, this podcast, um, I don't think I put a lot of effort into um, I didn't pay close attention to my mindset, my sleep habits, my stress levels, my nutrition, um, my just, network, the people I surround myself give with. Give them a little sample of what would you have been eating around that time? Way too much sugar. Um, and a couple you, Gatorades. <laughs> yeah, too, way too many Gatorades. And the thing is when you, um, that's a bad cycle to get into when you, when you work out hard or you train hard. Or you, your 
a competitive athlete, you're doing competitions, you you kind of justify, well, you know, I worked out hard today, I can have this, and, you know, I'm an athlete, I can drink three Gatorades after a workout, and um, I just think about, I go back to, I mean, back then I was 20, was I 25 or 26 when I started? I mean, eight years ago, and I feel better now, and I think back, I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, there was nights I, um, I mean, I'd be staying up till midnight or one, playing video games, watching movies, uh, just my sleep habits were just, you know, I have a one-year-old now, but I, I sleep way better. Um, yeah, the nutrition, this, um, I think I ate good, good enough for what I was doing, but nowhere near great or nowhere near the effort I was putting into my workouts. So we've talked about this before, showing up to the gym is, is a great first, first step. And I think back now, um, yeah, how much better my body would have felt probably my rate of improvement. Um, um, would have increased. Yeah, definitely. Cause there was like, I had one, I think I had one out of six dialed in mm-hmm. one out of six where I was putting in what I like to think is max focus or max effort, but <clears throat> there's, yeah, there's just so much more to it than just working out. And I think if people could understand that, start paying closer attention to, excuse me, <clears throat> the other things, then I think like they would they, reach you, their goal yeah, so like much faster. you double the rate of progress in the other area. Absolutely. People are asking about like, oh, I want to do extra work. I want to do extra running. I want to do extra squatting. It's always this focus on exercise where you would get way more results you'd get you'd reach your goals or go towards your goals much faster start focusing on okay what are you eating every day yeah how much are you eating what's the quality of your food when are you going to bed when are you waking up um and just your overall stress yeah in general anyway so i just think um yeah back then maybe because i was i don't know a new kid on the block and i thought i knew everything i don't know (laughs) Um, you know, I needed a little bit of maybe more humility, but, um, paying, paying attention to, um, everything, not just the working out. Uh, number three. So my, my third and final idea that I would tell myself, and I think, um, yeah, I think this is the most important. This is the first one that came to my head and it's, it's not, it's the people that will change your life, not the workouts. And I, if I could go back and tell myself that in 2009, I would just do a better job of saying hello, being the first to say hello, being known as friendly, welcoming new people. And it wasn't, I was never mean or rude or anything like that, but I think it was a little bit self-centered in just the sense that I was there for my workouts and yeah, I don't think in that first gym I got to know everyone well enough. And even in the second gym, I'm not sure I got to know everyone well enough. I think, you know, now, 11 years later, I, I get it that it's these people. I mean, some of the my best friends in the whole world um, I've met at one or other of those gyms. And our community right now is like our family. And so it's just, yeah. The workouts are the workouts, but at the end of the day, it's all those people around you that are really going to change your life and 
you know, we get asked all the time about motivation and how, you know, you've been doing this so long and how do you keep doing it? And it's, it's because of all those people, they hold you accountable. They call you, they are there for you when you're going through stuff. The gym is always there for you. And that kind of welcoming atmosphere is what draws you back in and you're having a crappy day and you kind of forget about it when you get there because all those people are friendly and talking to you and care about you. And yeah, I really like that one. Yeah. It's, it's the people, yeah. not and the it, workouts. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would tell myself that as a new person and um, yeah, I would love to tell, you know, when someone's there for their first or second class, I think they're so nervous about the workout. Yeah, Let's just get them through the day. Out, yeah. But if any of our members in, you know, I, I think once they've gone into the community, so whatever, end of month one, month two, month three. Um, yeah. Because how many times have we, we've got this new member and then this new member is now a part of our life forever, whether they're at our gym or have moved away. Like it's, it's like, there's like future best friends, like the greatest people in the world, the greatest friends in the world. Some of the greatest people you'll ever well, meet are like are working meeting, out beside you. Yeah. And like meeting future spouses. And I mean, people are getting engaged that met at the gym. Like it's. Yeah. We met through CrossFit. Yeah. We met Remember through CrossFit. That? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. My third one is. Again, advice to 2012, Zach, um, be patient. Um, I was so hyped up when I started. <laughs> God. Your Asics? Yeah, with my... Uh, Not knocking Asics, but his were, yeah. his were cute. My old volleyball <laughs> shoes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I was just a man on a mission. And that I think being hyped up can be a good thing too but like i i might look back and be like dude just slow your roll this is like week two buddy and you don't have to be strapping on the belt and chasing yeah. numbers yeah um yeah advice being like you're going to be doing this for the rest of your life you don't need to you know max out your deadlift every second day um i remember i mean i used to i used to call them like social mistakes i used to do funny things where now if somebody did them at our gym i'd be you know i they're just funny things but i used <laughs> to do those too like one one time i i did a class and then i just tried to stay for the next <laughs> class i try to do back-to-back -back <laughs> classes and my coach uh said if you're ready to do another class you clearly did not work hard enough in the first class and that advice has stuck with me where um, yeah, I mean, I wanted more, I wanted more results faster to, again, to, to a point where you would, um, I'd leave the gym frustrated. Um, but like when I think back, it was like month two and I'm like expecting I should have all this down. I should be able to do snatches by now. And now it's like, again, it's, it's year, stressful. Yeah. yeah. And we're in year eight now. Like, um, yeah, what's that? What's that uh, Gretchen Rubin quote? The uh, the days are long, but the years are short. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, in a blink of an eye, we are eight years into this now, and I'm still working on all these skills. Um, so I feel like with you know with a good amount of focus and effort, um, and an incredible amount of patience. So you still have to 
when I say patience, it's not not working hard. You need to work really hard, but you need to um, you need to enjoy it. You need to kind of chill out a little bit. Um, with enough time and enough effort, you're going to get those skills anyway. Yeah. Um, and I think part of it too was, you know, I had some old hockey injuries that kept coming back up. So my, my attempt to improve at basically a, such a rapid pace that wasn't, um, actually sustainable, I would hurt my back again. And then a few months later, I hurt my back again. Um, strap on some more gear. Some my knee, double belts, <laughs> belts and, and and knee sleeves and again there's there's Voltaren. a time and a place no, for is that what it's called Voltaren yeah eight five three five I mean where be patient I mean I should have been focusing on the the again I have I mean eight years in now so I got eight years to get really strong I got fifteen years to get strong I got twenty years to get strong and I was trying to get so strong in like month two um, where. I would like to tell my old self um, because I would have improved faster because I was injured. So, I mean, to avoid some unnecessary speed bumps, um, yeah, work really hard, but to the point where you're, you're still squatting with perfect technique, you're never deadlifting with a rounded back. Um, You have back pain. You shouldn't be wearing a belt. The weights keep deadlifting, but the weight should be light enough that you don't have back pain. There's so many lessons on, being patient um, that I wish I could have taken back then. Um, and I guess I hope people can take that now because we want you to improve just as much as you want to improve. We mm-hmm. love seeing people grow in our gym and improve. And when people are just jacked up because the results, like it, it gets us doubly jacked up. There's that poster hanging in our gym where um, I remember Ian hit that um, really big snatch in an open workout and I love that photo so much because it, it caught like my raw emotion. Um, I didn't even know the photo was getting taken. And I'm just like, I mean, Ian looks excited, but like I was like so excited. And yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> that was such an amazing moment. Yeah. Just got transported back to that open moment. But yeah, I think, and I mean, injuries are, I mean, that's maybe even another one that's like 3B is that there are always going to be setbacks always, 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 unless you're just sitting on a recumbent bike pedaling with like a cage around you and you live in a bubble, there are always going to be random injuries and it's okay. You'll get through them and you will continue to improve if you take care of the injury. Um, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, getting back to my story, I kind of lost track where I was, but (laughs) what I was saying, what I was saying was, um, we want you to improve just as much as you want to improve. So when I say be patient, it's not because I... We're holding you back. No, it, you know, um, we're, I just think, I think the ability we have now um, as athletes and coaches is that we can see into the future a bit better than a new person because I now see some qualities that I was like, oh, I used to do those things and I used to think that way. Um, and when you're eight years into it, or you look up to people who are 15 years into it, we're kind of able to see the future um, because we've gone through it. We've also seen members, we've seen people who started at the very, very bottom seven years later, the ones who just stay consistent, work hard every day, basically show up every day or five or six days a week. I mean, you're going to get there. You kind of have to stick to the game plan. Um, Trust the 
process. Trust the process. Ride this thing out. You got to play the long game. Um, everyone who plays the short game gets way too frustrated way too quickly. Um, they're after some great goals. Um, get healthier. They want to be fit. They want to get pull-ups. They want to lose some weight. I mean, some awesome goals, but they end up halting all of that progress, I think, because of lack of patience. So um, stay positive, stay patient, everybody. Yeah, that's a great one. Last questions for you. True or false, you did a back squat day tarpless without your shirt? (laughs) (laughs) Tell us what year that was. Yeah. I was probably the king of tarps off back in the day. It's funny now because if somebody like, again, and it probably wasn't even that hot out, but if somebody takes their shirt off and warm up, you're like, okay, easy, bud. <laughs> just warm up. But again, I was that guy. I don't know. I was just, I told you I was hyped up. I probably had a few Red Bulls and a few Gatorades. And I was just, I guess I was, um, I think I'd like to ask some people back in the day too. I hope that some of the energy was, I think I was just so happy to be there that I was like caught up in my own world. Yeah. Um, but I was, yeah, I was doing my thing and I was, like I said, kind of a man on a mission early on, but, um, yeah. And I mean, at the same time, like we, I don't know when you, you play this time travel game, I'm like, maybe I learned some good lessons. Like maybe there are lessons I needed to learn. Yeah. Um, and maybe other people can learn from my mistakes, which would be awesome too. But, um, eight years later. Um, yeah. I mean, we love, I think we love where we're at. We love our lives. We're less competitive now and I'm enjoying maybe less focus on like extra training and yeah. that, but still feel like I could roll into a competition and For sure. you like compete, which is yeah, really fun. Yeah. You, yeah, we've created this well-rounded fitness and like I said, improve some sleep habits and all of a sudden I'm, feeling way better and I'm able to squat deadlift without a belt and not wear knee sleeves because my knees are so sore like it's it's just some some things that some kinks that took a long time I guess to figure out or learn the hard way because in a way um, we've gone like full circle like back to just the pure love love of what we do yeah but now it's taken eight years this is Zach 2.0 as I'm I'm enjoying it way more. Plus I'm, I would just, I would smoke Zach, uh, 2012 Zach. Yeah. And he would say, Oh my God, man, how did you do all this? I'd be like, just chill out, dude, put your shirt back on, <laughs> <laughs> you know, put your lifters away. We're not squatting today. Put your belt away yeah. and just, just chill. Listen, let's have some fun. And, uh, get there. yeah. And we'll be back tomorrow and then you'll be back next week. You'll be back next month. You'll be back next year. Um, it's just, I don't, yeah, you just, I mean, whatever, just a young kid, I guess, didn't know any better. And I thought doing CrossFit for three months was like, man, I've been doing this for three months. And then you run into somebody who's been doing it for 10 years. Right. So that'll be us, I guess, in a few years or that's already yeah. you, but, um, yeah, I mean, you just, you learn from your mistakes and you also just learn from experience. So I, I hope people, um, yeah, had some good last day and, uh, um, can hope, take some good info out of this. Yeah. Hope you guys like what we had to tell Zach and Jen from the past and hope you guys have 
a great week ahead. Yeah, we'll be back um, next week with episode 10, everybody. Um, we got some other great comments, topics, and questions from um, a few other rockers. So we'll be back um, with some more um, yeah, listener questions next week. See you then. Thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode. We really appreciate your support and hope to have you back again soon. We'd like to thank our sponsors, Ted Good Music and the band Heat, for allowing us to use their music. Until next time, let's keep rewriting our story and redefining who we are.